For a lot of people, back pain is just a fact of life, but there are many things that you can do on your own to minimize back pain, and most of it boils down to developing healthy lifestyle habits. Let's talk with Dr. Sam Overly, an orthopedic spine surgeon and assistant professor of orthopedic surgery and neurosurgery at the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences. This is UAMS Health Talk from the University of Arkansas for Medical Sciences. I'm Prakash Chandran. So first of all, Dr. Overly, can you talk to us a little bit about some of the more common causes of back pain? Hi, Prakash. Yeah, you know, you, you really hit the nail on the head saying that there are a lot of things that, that we can do on our own. Um, and, and a lot of it boils down to your question of what are the more common causes of back pain. And, and you can really think of it um, in three different ways. There's back pain that could be coming from compression of nerve roots. There's back pain that could be coming from general arthritic issues, primarily of the joints of the low back. And thirdly, there's back pain that could be coming from disc issues and issues within the intervertebral disc. I the different types of back pain, but I'm curious to learn about the causes. Is it posture? Is it sports injury? Is it just wear and tear over time? Talk a little bit about that. Sure. So, you know, the majority of people that I see, um, I, I would say, is degenerative changes. And, and what that boils down to, it's kind of a blanket term for just wear and tear over time. And so everyone undergoes degenerative changes just as a fact of life. If you think about the type of arthritic changes, let's say, that people have in their knees and their hips and they get older and they start to lose some of the cartilage and that's all degenerative processes. And the same goes on in the, in the low back and, and it's pretty common. Um, I, there's about 80% of the population at some point or another will have an episode of pretty severe low back pain. Um, so that's something to look forward to. Um, most of the time, the, the good news is most of the time that resolves without any need for an intervention. And we'll talk about some of the ways that you can do that. But basically what what the majority of people, you know, whether it's from a, a history of a lot of sporting, uh, from manual labor, from really a, a number of different things that that you have done in your life, they all kind of compound and, and a lot of it actually is inherited too. So it's a little genetically predetermined, if, if you will. And um, the, what it boils down to though is are these changes that the anatomy undergoes that ultimately result in pain. Yeah, it's really interesting to hear about the genetic components of this. Um, but I was thinking, you know, just because back pain is a fact of life doesn't mean that we can't uh, take measures to try to minimize some of the pain that we're going to experience. So maybe talk a little bit about the exercises that we can do or anything that we can do to help minimize or prevent back pain. Sure. So, you know, before I get to things like exercises, I, I think it's important to note a couple of things. And, and this is what I tell all my patients weight loss and smoking cessation. So those are two things, those are probably the two biggest modifiable traits that have been shown in the literature to actually significantly decrease low back pain. So the more, you know, people who are overweight, just think about it as it's more stress, it's more weight, it's more that your spine has to support and it's more force that the joints and the disc and, and everything else 
that has the capability to degenerate see. And the smoking cessation was something that was discovered many years ago. And and what we have found with that is there's a really high correlation with people with chronic low back pain and smoking. And there's also a correlation between improvement in back pain with smoking cessation. So that being said, you know, you mentioned exercises. And I think the, the biggest thing for low back health is core strengthening. So oddly enough, it's the, it's the abdominal muscles, the obliques, all of these things that, that are kind of that, that serve to support and span the spine. And it's those muscles primarily that, that help a lot with offloading some of the spine um, and, you know, potentially helping keep your back in good shape and, and keep you from overloading the disc and potentially having herniations and bulges and that sort of thing. So most of us, uh, unfortunately, probably don't do the amount of core strengthening that we need um, to prevent the back pain that we get. So when when we do experience back pain, whether it be sharp or something that is just ongoing, um, what are some of the things that you do to help treat your patients? Sure. So when you really think about core strengthening, um, it's it's not just doing a bunch of crunches. And so there's there are all different types of core strengthening. I mentioned the abdominal muscles and the obliques, and and that is certainly part of it, and that's probably the biggest part. And and there are other aspects in terms of the muscles in the back, you know, the muscles right by the spine, what we call the paraspinal muscles. There are two big muscles basically on each side of the spine. And um, a, a really good exercise, one thing that that I think is is underrated a lot of times is the plank. Um, so doing plank exercises, um, there is, you know, a certain amount of, of core abdominal exercises that you can do in the form of crunches and that sort of thing. Some of the other exercises that you can do actually are more kind of stretches and things, um, like the, the scorpion pose in yoga, for instance, kind of laying on your flat on your belly and, and slowly picking yourself up and kind of arching the low back and, um, as well as hamstring stretches as well. And, and those tend to, to help uh, quite a bit with back pain. And there is a, uh, I, I will tell for those who want kind of a more in-depth look at what's a good regimen, you can grab this online just off of, there's a bunch of different uh, websites that, that will cite it, but something called the McKinsey Method. And that's M-C-K-E-N-Z-I-E. And it's named after a physical therapist, um, Robert McKenzie, who kind of wrote about these core strengthening exercises. And so there's a whole regimen. It takes about 10 minutes a day. I usually tell people start with that, do it in the morning, just clear your schedule for 10 minutes and, and do it. And you'd be shocked at, at how many people doing that continuously and, and doing it daily get a lot of improvement in their pain. Well, I'm going to look that up as soon as we get off the line here. Um, but what I'm really hearing is this focus on mobility and looking at the body as a system, you know, uh, from the core strength that you were mentioning to the hamstring flexibility, everything supports uh, each other and uh, certainly helps to minimize uh, the onset of that back pain that you're talking about, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all a unit and and you'll see it, people that have back issues, there's trickle-down effects, no doubt. I mean, they, they then begin to have some 
hip issues and then it goes to the knees and, and it can go the other way as well. And so it's, it, you know, the body is just such a complex unit of so many things going on. And, and there's a lot of things that we can do from a muscle strengthening, muscle stretching, uh, and overall your, your limberness that can, that can really impact your low back health. I'd like to move on to the treatment options for back pain. You know, I know not everything requires surgery, so maybe talk a little bit about the uh, more accessible, lighter weight um, treatment options for back pain and then when you feel like it requires surgery. Yeah, so people who, like I said, 80% of the population is going to have some episode of pretty bad back pain, and it can be very crippling when it happens. And People always talk about, oh, it locks up and I took me to my knees and, and that happens. And so the, the thing that I, you know, first of all, I encourage people um, and what I encourage them is that the vast majority of people who experiencing these, who experience these issues get significant relief without anything even close to surgery. So that's, that's one, you know, peace of mind is, is a very um, underutilized treatment. And I think it, it helps a lot of people. Um, secondly, I, I usually, depending on what I, what the pain sounds like, I usually just recommend that they try some physical therapy. I talk to them about these exercises, the McKenzie method, uh, and I talk to them about doing this stuff daily and making it part of your routine. If they're smokers or if they're obese, obviously I talk about weight loss and smoking cessation. Times when I begin to think, oh, maybe this is something related to the nerves or when people start getting pain that goes down the legs. And so that's something, if someone's had ongoing greater than three, three or four weeks of pain going down the legs, I'll usually get an MRI for that to rule out that they, you know, that they don't have a herniated disc that's pushing on a nerve. If it's usually, if it's just primarily centralized low back pain, We'll start with some physical therapy and, and a lot of what they will do in physical therapy is actually variations and in, in different iterations of this McKinsey method. They can also do some things like light traction, um, some inversion where you basically hang upside down and, and get a little bit of relief from gravity on those discs um, and they can do various different forms of physiotherapy and electronic physiotherapy or electric physiotherapy where they stimulate some of the muscles around the low back and, and try to work out some of that spasm that's developed. All right, Dr. Overly. Well, I really appreciate your time today. I think the one thing that I've learned here is that um, a ounce of prevention is worth that pound of cure. Um, just as we wrap up, you know, is there anything that you wish more people knew besides the McKinsey method um, before they came to see you? So I think it's valuable for people to know that a lot of times this is going to get better on its own and with some minor intervention in terms of exercise, stretching, that sort of thing. Things uh, when uh, times when I think it may be necessary to go see your surgeon if you're having a lot of lower extremity radiating pain, if you're experiencing weakness in the lower extremities, if you're having difficulty with bowel or bladder incontinence in addition to the leg pain and some numbness and tingling. Those are times that, that it may be time is of the urgence and, and uh, time is of the essence and it may be something that, that you could potentially have a serious condition that may need to be treated. But there are a lot of options for treatment. 
most people get better with very minimal intervention and gotta gotta give one more plug to weight loss and smoking cessation all right well thank you so much dr overly that's dr sam overly an orthopedic spine surgeon and assistant professor of orthopedic surgery and neurosurgery at the university of arkansas for medical sciences thanks for checking out this episode of uams health talk for more information on this topic and to access the resources mentioned call 501-686-8000 or visit doctors.uamshealth.com if you found this podcast helpful please share it on your social channels and be sure to check out the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you thanks and we'll see you next time time.